Hello and welcome to Sumo, my Nichi, my name's Dave. I'm here with Amy and we are here to bring you all the action from day one of the Hatsubasho Tokyo, Japan. Welcome to 2024. It's happening. Sumo's back. It's time for Hatsu. We've been talking about it for quite a while. It feels like forever between November and now. Does it feel like a long time for you? I mean, there's been no, a few I mean, things in between. We were there in November. So, yes, it feels like a long time since we were in Japan last. Yeah, we already want to be back. Ah, yes, but nothing like the refreshment that comes from the sumo coming back in the new year. It's like a bucket of cold water being thrown over your whole body. I know. Well, I saw a lot of people, and it was actually myself included, that thought that the basho started last weekend. I just had a feeling I was in sumo territory. I was thinking a lot about it. I'd been reading a lot about it. And then I saw all these posts in Discord and stuff that, oh, why why isn't the stuff coming up. Why can't we see what's happening? And it's because everyone thought it started last weekend. Yeah, I know that feeling. I know that feeling. They've made us wait. But (laughs) the extra week of waiting has certainly paid off because we witnessed a hell of a day of sumo uh, today. And we can't wait to bring it to you in this podcast. Before we kick off, uh, a bit of a thank you to a few supporters of the podcast. Jessica, thank you so much. Elliot. Thank you. Thank you. Daniel, thank you. Thank you and very Caleb, much. Mm. You're, you're very generous. Thank you so much. Uh, if you would like to support the podcast in a non-Patreon way, uh, we do have uh, a PayPal. Yep. And there's a fancy new link that we yeah. have that's in our <laughs> bio of everything now. It's a paypal.me link. Or you can just go to PayPal and somehow pay us with our, <laughs> our e- uh, email address, yep. sumomainichi at gmail. Uh But again, you don't have to. No, you don't have to. Because it's your love of sumo that pays us more than actual money can. Yes. I mean, the money doesn't hurt. We do, and we use it for our operational costs. Um, We've just got a new setup for our Durio live stream, which makes it so much better. It looks better. Um, It sounds better. And we put some of that money towards it. Um, Thank you so much to everybody who was on the stream today. It was wild. It was such a great stream. Yeah, we kicked off a little early. Normally we just covered Jurio, but there were a couple of bouts in the final three bouts of Makushta. The names we saw, though, really caught our eye. Hakuoho, we saw go against Yago. That was quite a a bout. Mm. It was hard for Hakuoho. We thought that uh, it was going to be easy. Uh, maybe you haven't seen it. Maybe we won't give one. No, no, but go and have a look at our mm. Jurio live stream if you'd like to see that one. Uh, and Wakataka Kage went up against Kao. Yes. So, yeah, very, very exciting end to Makushta. And we had no choice but to start the stream early to bring that to you. Uh, so, yeah, you can go to YouTube and search Sumo Manichi to check that out. Uh, and I, I really feel it's not only us doing this stream. It's the It's the... People who come and hang out with us while we mm. do it as well, mm. uh, you can check out all of their witty insights yes. into sumo. We we didn't, we, just through how we're in a new setup and everything, we didn't have the chat open for the first five minutes yeah. or so of the stream. You were right. We were absolutely lost. <laughs> I was just looking around and no one's here with us. We and can't it, do it by ourselves. It's just so much better. And I think 
probably everyone agrees, you know, the, the Western sumo community is so strong and we all get to chat about it a lot and it means so much to have everyone with us. So certainly does. Thank you. Cold day today in Tokyo. Oh, uh, yeah. As people headed home from the Kokogikan, it was nine degrees Celsius, oh. 49 degrees Fahrenheit. Chilly. Yeah, very, very cold and getting even colder this week. Perfectly clear skies. Nothing better than cold weather in sumo, though. I would love to be there. Yeah. yeah. You can get toasty in the stadium. I don't think the stadium is ever freezing. No. I think all the people just united in their love of sumo <laughs> and body heat. Absolutely. <laughs> well, why don't you kick us off? Yeah, well, I will because the first bout of the day was a guy that I am very interested in seeing what happens with him. I've gained a, you know, a real liking for him. I think he's great. Shimizumi came up first today in his Makuchi debut against Aoyama, who is uh, newly back to returning. Makuchi. It's funny when you, you, it's such a career defining moment to have your first Makuchi bout and then just to fight someone you fought last yeah, time in Cheerio. Right. <laughs> it feels like a little bit of a come down. I forgot to look whether he beat him or not, but today <laughs> he, um, he started off a little bit shaky. I mean, that first step yeah. up onto the doyo as a Makuchi. Rikishi has to feel different than Jurio. I mean, you're a Sekitori still, you're, you're salaried, you know, you feel good about yourself, but still you've moved up to that top division. And Shimizumi looked shaky early on against Aoyama, but he got the left hand on the belt. He did a um, dramatic makakai, just shoved that arm on the other side back in against Aoyama's body and used his momentum to take Aoyama out. And yeah. it's a day one win. Wow, what a statement. Statement yeah. against Aoyama, who is no uh, stranger nah. to the top division. So congrats, congratulations, Shimizumi, on your debut win in I the top division. I enjoyed it. Nice. Well, another name who everyone was rallying around, Onosato. I know, the first two bouts yeah. of the day. What gifts to us. Absolutely huge. Onosato was coming up against Bushozan. Hmm. Bushozan. Yeah, we've discussed a lot about him. We've said, how's he going to go back here? Is he going to be sussed out again? Well, yeah, it was funny him coming up against uh, Makuchi debutant Onosato. Uh, it was really obvious here the skill difference between these two, and we saw Onosato easily meet the Bushozan charge. And here Onosato just calmly stepped back, let Bushozan go down. I mean, it's hard to say how much... This was Onosato's influence, and or was it Bushozan just doing Bushozan things? Yeah, yeah, putting himself a position in a position yeah. where he gets slapped down, where his feet are on that angle. The feet just can't keep up. I did see that um, there was a bit of chat on the NHK coverage afterwards about Onosato stepping backwards and how for his first oh, bout in Makuchi, on. you know, they would have liked to see him go forwards and no. is this a sign? Against Bushozan? I know, he's just no, like, come on, welcome into my arms. That's smart sumo from it's smart. And if you're going online saying that, I hope your employer doesn't follow you <laughs> on any sumo-related <laughs> challenges because if I had an employee that I was working with and I saw that, I'd be like, you're out. Yeah, yeah. Your takes aren't good. My sumo opinions are my own. They don't represent those of my employer. You've got to have that on your channel if you're saying things that idiotic. Well... For the first two bouts of the day, we got to see some uh, some interesting wins. They both got 
um, interviews. So first win in the Makuchi division. And they both spoke really well. I think the longer and longer you're in sumo, you know, with some people, not Ichi Yamamoto, but a lot of other people, <laughs> you get uh, tighter and tighter in what you say. You know, you, you don't give away much. You say the standard phrases. But these two, you know, they've got a bit more to ah. say. They're happy. Is this not the new generation of Rikishi, though? It could be as well. Uh, they're a little mm. bit more open to expressing themselves yeah, in the media. Yeah, they're not the Gen X of yeah. <laughs> sumo. Get rid of it. I don't like that stoic Rikishi. Yeah. I like this new generation. Yeah, I like being a bit happy about it, seeing a bit of a smile. Absolutely. We saw it from both of them. Uh, they've both participated in a, a lot of coverage up to this basho as well. So good to see these guys win on day one. We wouldn't have necessarily mentioned this upcoming bout, but for me it was the first uh, monoe-based disappointment <laughs> 2024. Very specific. It's a niche category, but uh, Korosho and Onosho, uh, they both went to the uh, Tawara together. Onosho was kind of jumping out and he was pulling Korosho-ho yeah. down at the same time. It was very, very close and Amonoi was close. Yeah, I think it was given to Onosho. It did look extremely close and as soon as we saw the uh, the replay, we know instantly why they called this one a Monoe. Uh The replay, they rocked the frames back and forth. It was clear they were hitting at the same time and I thought, well, clearly this is a Tori Naoshi. Mm. Um, both Rikishi have uh, hit the ground at the same time Onosho was flying backwards. Yes, and they said that in the yeah, announcement, they did. didn't they? So, yeah, I, I did think something was going on when this Monoe dragged on. Mm. It did take a long time for, the, for them to come back and give the decision. And the decision was that uh, the decision was reversed. It was given to Kotoshoho, um, saying that, you know, essentially that uh, Onosho was flying back and was out anyway. Mm. What did you think of this decision? Well, I just wanted more sumo. Yeah. I'm, 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 <laughs> so I'm exactly basic. The same. Yeah. For me. And that's why it was disappointing because um, it was so close. It's day one. You know, yeah. you've got to let people have a go. Exactly. Flying. It's not true. Hey, it's all part it's of it. It's not a thing. It's fine. No, it's. I agree. It's not a thing. <laughs> Give Onosho another shot at it, I reckon. But I think so, but they didn't. History will show that Kotoshoho was the victor here. Uh, picking up, I'd say, a very lucky white mm. dot against yep. Onosho. Maybe we'll call it a much-needed win on day one. Can there <laughs> be such a thing, well, MNW? I think you've just pioneered that concept. <laughs> uh, well, another bout that had a monoe in it was the Meisei and Mitakeumi bout. This is a pretty interesting one here. Um, you know, first time facing up, Mitakeumi looked to have the better of Meisei. He moved in quickly towards the bales, but Meisei, oh, Showed that Meisei touch. Yep, the Meisei movement. The Meisei movement. The Meisei momentum. Mm. Well, it wasn't his momentum so much. It was more Mitakumi's, but it was the... He Mita took it. He took it. He reversed it. And he held himself twisted and he guided uh, Mitakumi down via the shoulder as Meisei himself fell. Uh, the decision, I think, was given to Meisei, although I'm not 100% sure on that. That's a bit I always forget to watch. I see the monoe being called and then immediately in my mind I forget which way the Gyoji called it. Yeah, well, I mean, once there's a monoe, it doesn't matter really. It doesn't matter. Does it? I mean, you no. hear who it was in the decision, but then I also forget to <laughs> <laughs> remember who it was initially given to at that point as well. So what did you think of the replay? 
Uh, well, I thought they hit at the same time and I was just ready for the same thing to happen with Kotoshoho and Onosho that they'd, they would deny us. Yeah, some antiquated rule gets pulled out. Uh, no, but this time uh, they gave us the gift of Torinawashi. Mm. Yep. Uh, and the, the, yeah, the Gyoji said, let's have, uh, well, I mean, as a group, Mm. The referees, Georgie and, Sh- and Shimpan said, let's do this again. Yeah. We loved it so much the first time. <laughs> They're all on board. Uh, second time around, though, this was all Mitakumi. And it was good to see the Exozeki move this definitively yeah. against Meisei, who can be very, very hard to pin down. Uh, and instantly Mitakumi was on top of Meisei and Meisei here had to react. He had to respond. Uh, but Mitakumi, when he comes in, can look very, very wide and his footwork was just so good here, Meisei had no answers. This was a better bout, I thought, from Mitakumi. A better bout overall, more enjoying to watch for me, actually. The first one was a bit quick and nothing. But this this was a great bout and I thought Mitakumi did really well to get up against Meisei and prevent him, as you said, by yeah, his sort of I, wideness. Yeah, I think it's like in this second bout he's like, oh, that's what you've got to do. Yeah, I've got to Meisei, go harder. got to go harder. I've got to be wider. Because yeah, wi- wideness is a state of mind. Yeah. It's not a physical thing. Yep, yep. And boy, was he wide and boy, <laughs> did he get the, the win, Mitakumi. Yeah. Good one for him on day one. Uh, we had next, I really wanted to talk about this one. I always want to mm. talk about Hokuseiho and I cannot figure out what in my brain chemistry is going on where I'm always well, like, this bout I need to talk about. Let, let's unpack this a little bit because you tried to explain it to me. Yeah. Can you, do you want me to retell it or? Oh, t- yeah, you yeah, say so, what you think I was saying. So you really wanted to talk about this bout and you really wanted to impress on me that this isn't, there's no anti-Hokuseiho sentiment here. Yeah. Absolutely not. You're a big fan. You love his sumo. But there is some inherent interest in seeing. Uh, I'm not sure I'm a big fan. I'm not sure I love his sumo. I might have gone too hard on that. Oh, okay, right. So okay. there's no anti-Hokuseiho sentiment. Oh, but there's no pro Hokuseiho sentiment. It's more, I'm more a student of. Oh, okay. Yeah, you, I mean, you want to see him do sumo, but you're also interested in the ways people can beat him. That's it. Yeah. And, I mean, you got to have a look at that today. Yeah. He came up against Hiradumi. And I think if there's one thing after Fukuoka I really took on board, it's the power of Hiradumi and, yeah. and how much I like his sumo. Uh, these guys are 4 0 head to head Hokuseiho's way. Yeah, interesting. So that was another factor that came into it. And I just know that Hiradumi's sumo is so uh, chaotic and full on, he always goes straight out. And could he, my question was that I'm always interested in, could he come around? Hokuseiho, how was he going to do that? He was able to get the right hand on the belt, but Hokuseiho also got the left hand on. And usually in that position, Hokuseiho can do oh, something with it. He's of up, course. Of he's course moving, he can. He's lifting. Yep. And I thought Hiradumi was in a bit of a spot. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. somehow his timing was perfect. Yeah. He, he timed his assaults against Hokuseiho's body to perfection and he was tied against his body and he was able to drive him across the bales. I actually can't say exactly what it was no, here. No, I know, I know. This one I feel is, like it was a timing. This, I think you're exactly right. I think it was just effective use of the tools that he had. Uh, here at Umi, I mean, it's day one. We saw him go 9-6 in uh, November. He looked better than that. He looked more like 10-5 to me. Yeah. Uh, yep, after this, like. after this win on day one, 
should we get ahead of ourselves? Yeah, I think so. Should we say that he's going all the way? Yeah. <laughs> Double digits for Hiradumi. Let's say that. I think so. I, I, think, I think so. Great. I mean, Mike Shearer 8 now um, feels like he's starting to find that form again, thankfully. Yeah. Uh, and look, based on our sample size of one, one bout against Hokuseho, yeah, I think he can do it. Yep. And I added that into my Hokuseho thesis of how people beat him. Yeah. Timing. It's getting... The, you're starting to get a few chapters in that book. Yeah. Uh, another bout that I wanted to talk about today was Ichiyamamoto up against Asunyama. Both of these rikishi coming in at Magashira 7. Uh, Ichiyamamoto, the Mawashi, emerald green. Yeah, Thoughts? changed. Uh, I liked it. Mm. Uh, I'm not sure. There were a lot of changes today, yeah, actually. We'll get into some of the other ones as we start to talk about their bouts. Yeah, I don't, but wanna, yeah, I don't want to talk about the reunion change. What was he before? Uh, blue. Yeah, he was blue. Yep. I don't like, I, I just think just. Just settle down. Yeah, or give me some heads up. Well, he's had so much success. Give you heads up. <laughs> give you a little <laughs> not, not me personally. Don't oh, fax everybody. me personally. But I'm just saying like put a little social media post out going, oh, yeah. here's Ichiyamamoto and his new emerald green moashi. And I could go, well, I've got a few days to process this. Yeah. Seeing How him get I up feel? there, I'm like, who is this guy? Mm. Yeah, well, that's the thing. You see them sitting there from the back or from the side or something and you see the colour and you're like, oh, I know who that is. Yeah. Um, or walking, you know, when you can't see Yeah, from who a they distance. Are. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, and you, you can't tell. Yeah. Anyway. It's a pretty colour though. <laughs> it is. It looks good. I'm sure I'll get used to it. I'm just saying heads up would be nice. Uh, Ichiyamamoto I thought looked pretty good out of the touchy eye here. Really committed to his style of sumo yeah. against Dasanyama. Yeah. And match really, up. Oh, it's a very tough matchup. And he really had to, though. <laughs> like, yeah. what was his chances of beating Asanyama today? You'd have to say probably not high. Uh, and we just saw Asanyama. I mean, Asanyama had his head thrown back by the Ichiyamamoto attacks, but yeah. you just see why Asanyama is so good. The feet stayed balanced, head was back sure, but when he brought the head forward, uh, he was stable, unbothered, hadn't lost any ground, and he just powered Ichiyamamoto back and out. Yeah, they're both Magashira 7, but there were two feels-likes here. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe Ichi does feel like Magashira 7, but the Sunnyama feels he a bit feels, higher. <laughs> he, he does feel a lot higher. Uh, but I thought in terms of Ichiyamamoto's touchy-eye and doing what he should do, he'll pick up wins doing that. Yep. I think we'll see a few maybe along the way, but not today. Tobizaru up against Shordai. I had to talk about this one. Tobizaru <laughs> came out with power and force with the left hand inside. Shordai tried to clamp down his arm and lock up that arm of Tobizaru, but Tobizaru is not going to fall for that. He pulled it out and it turned into a bit of a free-for-all. Well, this is interesting because you're exactly right. They reached a point very early on where all of the plans, all of the strategy, they were just put aside and chaos ensued. I thought this would have been a good position for Tobizaru to fight from. Me too. And uh, I'm not above admitting where I'm not sure what happened. <laughs> and so I, I saw Shordai be able to disengage at the right times yeah. when Shordai, uh, when Tobizaru was kind of coming at him. He somehow managed to stay out of his chaos region. But then I, I can't quite tell how he forced Tobizaru back and yeah, over. Well, it just happened. He just got up close. He Shordai has this ability to move in slow motion <laughs> when things get busy. Yeah, I like mean, one second is like it's, 10 seconds. Well, yeah, maybe four or five Shordai seconds. Yeah. 
But I mean, he he moves through life like that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, not only on the doyo. So I just think it was just a calm head here and an and ability just to slow Toby's arrow down a little bit when it counted. But I mean, this was a great win for day one from Short Eye. Yep. I enjoyed it. All right. Let's move on to Sanyaku Takiyasu was the first Sanyaku up against Hokutafuji. Takiyasu, of course, making that triumphant return back to Komasubi. Can I say it's very welcome? Yeah, I love seeing him here. We saw him step up onto the doyo with the, the yeah. group of guys at the start, the Sanyaku um, with Hakuku giving the speech, and to see him up there felt right. He was in the back row. I would have loved him to be in the front, but not at this stage. No, not at this stage. And really, we don't want Takiyasu pulling focus. Yeah, true. At all. True. It was just Terunofuji and Takakashi well, taking up the main amount of room. All eyes on Terunofuji, obviously. So great to see Takiyasu parked back and to the left. Uh, their head-to-head, I think, is very uh, much it, – it's not as it, – it's, it's skewed towards Takiyasu, but, but not by as much as you would think. I could look at, at what it is. I think it's 13 You told 10. me before. Is it 13 it was, It's 10? something like that. Oh, I'm yeah. not looking at it right now, but uh, yeah, it was 13 10. Coming into this Good one. Good memory. Uh, out of the touchy eye, they completely negated each other's touchy eye. Yeah, it just was that smash. Yep, stop. Yep. And I thought, okay, this is probably good for Takiyasu from here. And it was because Takiyasu just showed his strength here. Absolutely swamped Hokuto Fuji. And we saw that thing that I don't love about Hokuto Fuji's sumo all the time, which is I'll take a cheeky little step back just as a treat. See if I can make some space to fight with. Uh, and Takiyasu just filled that vacuum, mm. just poured into it and was all over Hokuto Fuji and picked up the win. I think you can't do that against Takiyasu. You can't give him that space. No, you can't. I mean, if, if, if sorry, in Takiyasu denying Hokuto Fuji a good touchy eye, it feels like it's hard for Hokuto Fuji to find his way back into bouts like this. Yeah. And at the end, we saw a classic. Takiyasu, first day, first week, raised eyebrows, calm walk around the doyo. He accepted that first win. He, out of all people, knows better than to get ahead of himself. He'll just take that. But I do think it was a good and not a simple guaranteed win for him. No, I agree. And can can we maybe... <clears throat> Make a commitment that this is a Takiyasu hype-free zone. Oh, yeah, we're not going. Vortex-free zone. We're not no, going there. No, we're not doing it, was, it. I'll accept it was a lovely <clears throat> win. I'll accept he did great sumo. That's let's, what a lovely let's move day. On. What a great day. What a sunny, lovely day. <laughs> <laughs> Gono Yama against Daisho. And, and can I take this opportunity to say that the Sanyaku was uh, stacked oh. and um, wacky and beautiful and a real um, artwork today. And to see Gonoyama come up against Daisho at this point was just cool. Yeah, it was cool. I think that's exactly the right word. I loved it. I mean, Gonoyama still has that effect on me where I'm like, what are you doing here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's it. Fighting Yusho winner and current Sekiwake Daisho. What are you doing? Are you I lost? I think so. I think so. And he didn't look lost, no. but Daesho looked even more in place and did his business, did his style of sumo. The hands were out. He was shoving Gonoyama back. Gonoyama was trying to yeah. fight back with the arms in a kind of Daesho-esque style, but Daesho landed them 
waited until Gonoyama was back with his foot on the Tawara and then stepped backwards himself and pulled him down. Yeah, beautiful sumo from Daesho. I mean, this is what Daesho does. He tends to do it more in the first week than the second, though. Yep. Is my reflection. Yep. Agreed. Great way for Daesho to start. He just needs to do it deep into the second week. Deep into the Sanyaku. Absolutely. Than him. That's yeah, right. Yeah. It was uh, Gonoyama has never beaten Daesho. So Out of how many? Oh, I mean, three? never. Three. Three now? Has yet Does to that beat. Count? Has yet to beat okay. Daesho. I think he will I'll eventually. Temper that language. But we were talking about how similar their styles are and that Daesho just expresses that style a lot more. Uh, with a lot more experience behind him and strength probably Yeah, maybe too. a bit of tape watching here to see how yeah. that first slap landed. Exactly. Well, it's not a slap, that first no, shove thrust, landed. Yeah. Thrust. It's the Daisho's rhythm and power. Like, I mean, Gonoyama will get there, but not yet. Not yet. All right. Kodunawaka was up next against Abi and... We are on our full Abi reset. We've spoken yep. about that already. Yep. It's a new year. Slate is clean. Slate is clean. Past is the past. And and especially today, uh, before this bout, um, NHK was showing um, Abi's Oyakata, Tarao, uh, some of his early bouts. And, of course, Tarao tragically passed away recently. Yep. At the age of 60, so mm. young. Um, and I just can't help, you know, you see those old Tarao bouts and you can see what he's tried to imprint on Abi. Yeah. It was a good match of styles, wasn't it? The the pushing and thrusting that so strong. So strong and so persistent and wild. Jaw set, face set. So seeing Abi come out against Kodnawaka doing the same thing today, I just had this thing inside of me going, do it today, Abi. Yeah. Do it. Get one for him. Get one for him. And it looked good for Abi. It was fast, furious thrusting attacks from Abi, but... On the other side, Kodnawaka had other ideas and he just didn't move back. Yeah, he went nowhere. He went nowhere. Yeah. And he, these attacks from Abi were savage. Yeah, and he can be pushed, Kodnawaka. Well, he can be. He can be pushed to the side, he can be forced to retreat, he can be pushed around, he can be pulled down, but not today. And in Kodnawaka's um, response, he didn't need the belt He didn't thrust particularly hard. He just moved his body forward with great rhythm and balance and just suddenly Abi was over the uh, bales. Yeah, it was strong from Kodnawaka. He even had a, there was a noroa from Mm. Abi that held his head up high. He sort of just shook it off and looked, it looked easy. I know it wasn't easy, but all of, it also highlighting highlighted all of Abi's flailing. It made it look like flailing rather than yeah, the actual so sumo true. that he was trying yeah, to do. Yeah, exactly. So a win for Kodnawaka. Lots of hopes pinned on this guy. He's just getting more and more popular. There's a lot of chat about him at the moment in the sumo world and uh, he starts off well with a, a win. Midori Fuji versus Takakesho. This was the second bout that made me go, what, like as in, what are you doing here? Yeah, what's Midori Fuji doing up here? You okay? Yeah. Uh, day one, we know it happens, but I don't know, it just took me by surprise. There was a Mata. He was obviously, uh, you know, thinking about what to do. And he did think about it. And the solution that he came up with was a, and uh, I think I'm going to put attempted in here, an attempted hanker no, to the left. I think, yeah, it wasn't good, was it? Because It was botched. I think. Was it botched or was Takakesho just too good? Yeah, he did reach out. Oh, and I think sort you're of right. Arrest the movement. It wasn't 
definitive enough. The time timing on this Henker was not good. But watching the replay in slow motion, Tucker Keisho doesn't bat an eyelid no, at this. It he care. just looks to his right, oh, just there. watches Midori Fuji move and then just bundles him out. This was not good no, for Midori Fuji. I think the reason I said it was botched was that um, it looked like for some reason he didn't fully commit no, to I, it or I something. Agree. I it think was you're just right. a, a strange movement. A hanker should or has to be, right, definitive. If someone follows you, that's your problem. Uh, but you have to at least do the thing that a hanker does and get out of the way. He oh, sort of got halfway. I'd love to um, have a look at um, Professor Ben Marshman's uh, PhD paper on this because on hankers, uh, I mean, in general, Tucker Keisho doesn't feel like the wisest ricochet to be hankering. Because he's slow moving forward. Well, exactly. Like his touchy eyes are very careful. It's not like he charges in blindly. Like he's very, very careful. Mm. He's looking to find that opening thrust, but he doesn't put the body too far forward. No, and he didn't this time. He just turned yeah. and shoved Midori Fuji out. Midori Fuji, uh, there's always that question as to whether that's something planned or whether he came up with it on the spot. He said before in interviews, I'm pretty sure that he just is like, oh, I'm just going to have a go. Yeah, just, they just all a, say that. Just uh, appeared in my mind. Whatever, mate. I don't believe that at all. But a gift to Takakesho yeah, because he's so. coming into this basho not well. He has participated in some keiko, but some he's stayed out of and there's a lot of talk that his neck is still really bad and that he's not going to be able to... Um, be mm. in the in the competition. So he might just get be, one. He might just be looking for those eight. Yeah, and exactly. today he gets the first of those. Uh, okay, the next bout was a tummy Fuji up against Hoshoryu, and again, yeah, a tummy Fuji. What are you doing here? <laughs> yeah, hello, we're happy to have <laughs> oh, you. Oh, absolutely, welcome. But also uh, coming up against you know a great in yeah. Hoshoryu, although. I, I did need a little reality check here because I often think Atami Fuji, so young, 21 yeah. years old. Yeah, yeah. He's a baby. Yeah. I'll show you he's 24. Yeah. It's not like there's too much separating these two age-wise. Um, but when you think about what Hoshori has achieved in his time, it's unbelievable. It does really force you to give him... Uh, credit Hoshori because he is still quite young and it would give him a lot of, I don't know, maybe just us, <laughs> maybe other people don't, but give him a bit of flack for not being consistent and oh, hang taking on, a bit of time it, I, to. No, I mean, he's fine by me. Hoshori's fine by me. Yeah, but the consistency, well, you know, the run of eight sevens and seven yeah. eights and. Yeah. Why wasn't he, you know, really powering forward? But he's yeah. done amazingly. Yeah, absolutely. I always have to remind myself of that. But um, it did feel like a tall order for a tummy Fuji, I felt Yeah, today. for sure. Just, just the experience. Um, although I did like a tummy Fuji's opening. Yeah. He found a deep left hand on the yep. back of uh, Hoshori's belt and I thought, okay, he might have a chance here. Mm. But Hoshori just showed us why he's Ozeki. And he showed us why in those three years that he's older than Atami Fuji, what he's learnt in that time. Uh, because at the same time Atami Fuji had landed the left, Hoshoryu also had his own right hand belt grip. He gave a little bit of ground here. He let Atami Fuji come forward, but Hoshoryu knew what he was doing here. He was luring Atami Fuji into the trap. And that trap was a very solid leg on the ground that he used to haul Atami Fuji around on. And just to give a little bit of uh, spice on the end of this one, 
he reached out and grabbed Atami Fuji's knee just to haul him over the bales for a very, very nice win. It was beautiful and I think that luring into a trap uh, metaphor is perfect. He just brought him forward and he thought, oh, this could go either way. It couldn't really (laughs) from there because he has had time, as you say, to build up this bag of tricks and it's one of his favourites. Isn't it? The throw off the belt and he knows how to do it. He feels it deep in his core, it feels like, you know, reaches in and just does it. And um, I think it's another great one for Atami Fuji to watch because for me he doesn't seem to have these tricks. He's come up so quickly and he's obviously so strong, um, powerful, great at reading, great great at reacting. We've seen that. But Mm. does he have the... I call them tricks. Does he have the moves? Perhaps is a better word. Well, I don't. I don't know if, if at this point in his career he needs that. I think what was impressive to me is he came out, executed what he would do normally, which is to try to establish a belt grip and work from there. Yeah, I mean he got completely outclassed by Hoshoryu, but the sense of occasion didn't get too much for him. Yeah, he's fighting yeah. at his highest. Yeah, rank. there's heaps of po- positive. Heaps stuff. of positives, yeah. and you know, I mean. I'm sure these two will have a very rich history into the future. But maybe it was something that I was saying about Kirishima when he was Kiribayama a bit, finding a way to react. Yeah, that's true. Finding an answer when you get put in a difficult situation. And I think uh, no matter what he comes out with, he's got an amazing foundation already. Yeah. Atami Fuji needs to get a few more of those. But Hoshoryu today, absolutely dominant. He looked fantastic. Didn't he? So good to see. All right, talk to us about this Kirishima Wakamoto Haru. Yes. I did like seeing Wakamoto Haru fighting up second last bout, I've got to say. Yeah. It reminded me of old times. Yeah. Yeah. He's no longer there. He's Maegashira 1. But here he is on day one against the Ozeki and the Ozeki with so much pressure on him. Every interview, every time anybody talks about him, they say, you know, you're going to be Yokozuna. Are you going to be Yokozuna before Yuro Yakata retires in April? You know, is this going to happen? You've got to do it. Um, and it seems like he's dealing with the pressure very yeah, well. I think he's doing a, a good job of hosing down the, this Yokozuna talk. I think in one of the uh, interviews before, he's just like, it's a very easy thing to say. It's a harder thing to do. Mm. And, you know, I mean, Kirishima has a very, very good head on his shoulders. Yeah, I like that coupled with the I really want it. The other yeah. thing I've heard him saying is, yeah, I really, I obviously want it. Yeah. And I think I can do it if I continue to work hard. Yep. But, like, let's let's, let's be real. <laughs> be real yeah, and let's yeah, see yeah, what yeah. happens. You know, yep. it's hard to, totally. there's only been um, 73. Yeah. Uh, how you know? I, you just got to wait, guys. <laughs> just <laughs> give me a bit of a cool chance. Your jets. But today he showed uh, great sumo. He held Wakamoto Haru up off the touchy eye and then flicked him straight down. It was over very quickly. Yeah, I did, and I think you noticed this too. Wakamoto Haru seemed to slip coming out of the touchy mm, eye. The left leg <laughs> yeah, went just, back off yeah. the the sand. Yeah, I mean, given that Wakamoto Haru did okay. <laughs> To recover. (laughs) But, yeah, Kirishima just looks so good at the moment. Yep, tumbled him down. Yeah, really did. Very quickly, very easily. Uh, Didn't really need to build up a sweat there. And so, yeah, Yeah. step in the right direction for him. But no no Kirishima hype from me either. I'm not getting into it. We just see what happens. It's a Kirishima hype-free zone. Yeah, Kirishima, Takeyasu hype-free zone. Who are we getting hype for then? Oh, that that will – well, I think – 
Aqua. <laughs> Aqua. Uh, yeah, the final that. bout of the day, would you believe it was Yokozuna Terunofuji up against Komasubi Ura? Yep. Crazy. So- Terunofuji, he's obviously in. We heard that news uh, a little bit ago. He hasn't been able to do a whole lot of practice, but he has been repping and practicing and doing okay. Yeah, it became, it was very obvious seeing um, him do the doyo iri and, and get up on the doyo before Makuchi. He's lost a little bit of condition. Yeah, up in the top region. Yeah, he's just particularly. not as strong in the shoulders, but um, t- Terunofuji, of all the rikishi going around, he knows how to fight with the tools that he has. Yeah. And, you know, we've seen him do incredible things with injuries. He's a very, very clever rikishi. And then up against sensation, yeah. Rura yeah. at Komasubi, the crowd were whipped into a frenzy in the build-up to this bout. And, I, I mean, I can absolutely see why. But I couldn't help but think, what's Ura going to do here? Yeah, Will he try something from the side? Will he go low? Will he try and pick up his leg? Yeah. Go to the knees? Yeah, and really, I mean, and predictably, this was really not about what Ura did, but it was more about Terunofuji just coming out and stamping his authority on this bout. It was really clear early on he's going with the just let's lock up the arms, force people out. And he went for the arms early, missed one, but got... Yeah. Oh, Ura's, I think, right arm. Yeah, he very much got one of them. And it's one of those moments where you can see someone being, you know, their arms under such stress that they just have to move in that direction. Uh, I think we we both winced. Oh, it's awful, isn't it? Um, Yeah, but Terunofuji had Ura's right arm. And Ura just didn't have any choice. He had to move around and had to move towards the bales and then Terunofuji cleaned him up from there. I think when you said Terunofuji is using what he has, that's exactly right. Like he is so good at moving around the doyo. He's so good at immediately getting into a position that he wants that when the double lockdown didn't work, he's just like, I, I can, I'm strong enough still up yeah. here <laughs> in the top of my body to, like, Ura's come at me full force. I, I was surprised by Ura coming yes, forward, I just know. straight forward into a body hug. Well, I think we saw when Terunofuji won that U show last July, it was really about, it, that arm lock was what how can you get out of that? How can you get out of it? Yeah. Very, very few people did. Keep him off the belt. Don't get your arms locked up. And if you did manage to get out of that arm lock, chances are you were in such a terrible position that Terunofuji could finish you off <laughs> some other way. Slip you over with a pinky. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, I mean, I, I do think this, what we saw from Terunofuji today, we're going to see day after day. Mm. And it will be interesting to see how the Sanyaku and beyond the Sanyaku how they respond to this. Yeah. Everyone's looking at this bout. I guess I was just a bit surprised by Ura. Maybe he, you know, we've seen him come off the touch and not go yeah. forward. We've oh. seen him step to the side. Like imagine if he didn't move. We've seen him like honestly not yeah, move, just sta- kind of stand up, step to but, the but side, you, go in, Do you want to go for the leg? Give Terunofuji the chance to move forward and take away space. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I mean, I, I agree. I know it's weird, but this is Ura 2.0. This is... He will go low and try to get in there early. Yeah, and these are the questions we have to ask against yeah. Fuji, who no matter what we say and no matter what people do off the touchy eye, 
gets wins when he's up there. This will be a fascinating basho just watching the Terra of Fuji bouts. Um, we won't do a leaderboard because half the people won today, half the people didn't. Yep. Perfect. Uh, some Sanyaku bouts that we'll be uh, talking to you about tomorrow. Ura takes on Hokuto Fuji. That's probably an easier day at the office for him. <laughs> uh, Gonoyama goes up against Kodonawaka at Sekiwake. Daesho up against Abi. Both of these two... Uh, they've got a 10-10 record oh, against each other. a lot of times. Yeah. Go They'll be throwing around. out the thrusts very early there. Kirishima takes on Takiyasu, trying to claw back that 5-7 record that is Takiyasu's way. Huh. Mm. Uh, Atami Fuji gets a shot at Takakesho <laughs> to undo <laughs> that dirty henker, which is the only uh, win that Takakesho has against Atami Fuji. Poor old Midori Fuji goes against Hoshoryu tomorrow. Good yep. luck, son. And we finish the day with Wakamoto Haru taking on Yokozuna Terra wow. Fuji. Wow. What a great day for day two. Uh, well, I think this is, it's going to be 15 great days. <laughs> yeah, I think <laughs> day so. Day after day of great sumo. Thank you so much for joining us on Sumo Mainichi today. We'll be here to bring you all the action from day two. See you then. Bye. Bye. Bye.